this episode, we're going to do a uh, fact or cap episode. So we get a chance to to vote on whether that's a fact or if it's cap. And I've got a bunch of stuff written down from uh, the last couple of weeks and and we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll vote. So first things first. These first things. answers might spook you. Did you see what I <laughs> yeah. did there? Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, first things first. Uh, it's time to guess the jersey. So oh, yeah, that's right. um, let's let's start off with the colorway. We've got a dark blue and a light blue all in so one. So I'm thinking like a Mav something. or I don't know. And so uh, the lettering is white with gray outline. The guy that I'm wearing, he uh, he won a championship in 2011. Dirk He's, Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki is it. So, so it's old school, the old school Dallas Mavericks jersey. Ooh, that's so, that's nice yeah, letter. Yeah, that's pretty clean. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So yeah, that's good, a clean jersey. Yeah, good job for this week's jersey, Jordan. Oh, thank you. I guess. <laughs> All right, we'll get started. <laughs> So NBA fact or cap for the 2021 slash 22 season. First things first, fact or cap, all of these four teams that are tied for first place in the East are good. The Knicks, the Heat, the Wizards, and the Bulls, they're all five and one. Factor cap. Come on now. Come on. Do you want me to answer for both Peyton and I? Because we're gonna say cap. Yeah, that's that's kind of insane. The Wizards are five and one. Nobody ever would have thought that. I, I didn't see it coming. They're five and one. That's insane. But like and the other three teams are playoff teams from last year. Yeah. The Bulls are really good. The Knicks are actually proving to be pretty good. They're playing as a team just like they did last year. Bulls and took a hit. We took a hit with the. Uh, um, oh, the Patrick Williams injury. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Mm-hmm. Not sure how that's going to affect them. That's just the thing with that. I don't know if you want to say. They're big three. I know it's not like a, a big three, but uh, well, big four. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're gonna make they're gonna make the, their gameplay. It's gonna be so fun to watch, and the rest of their teammates are just kind of gonna flow in with them, and it, that their style of basketball right now. I mean, granted, highlights it, it's all you see, you know, flashy basketball, but you know th- those those few guys that are on that team, they like they are the definition of flashy so i don't know who's going to step up in that role but uh, i think they're going to be just not just fine without him um but i'm um, yeah cap for sure uh, i don't know how long this will last with the wizards um you know getting the getting the load they got with westbrook it obviously adds more depth mm-hmm. um role players definitely um, I saw a stat line that Montrezl Harrell is, I think, top five in the league with uh, paint points. Yeah, Peyton, um, Peyton shared that. that that's what that it was. Yeah, it is what the it group was. chat. Yeah, and John Morant oh, is leading the league or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, and I mean, I don't know if the Lakers should have played him a little more, but I always thought he was a high energy guy. Um, I watched when I like I said, like me being the college basketball guy, went to Louisville, and that's all he was. He was energy. He wasn't like the best, but he was always out on the floor creating energy. Um, and maybe that's something that the Wizards needed. I don't know. But I don't I don't know how long this is this is gonna last for them. Kudos, but I, I just can't buy it right now. And with Montrez, like he won six man of the year with the Clippers for a reason. Like he he, yeah. he does work his ass off. He is a good basketball player, but with the Lakers last year, I don't it just didn't fit right to me. Like when you have him and Anthony Davis trying to both work in the paint, that's just a it's a problem. So that's why they yeah. traded him out, you know. 
So yeah, uh, I think I think I would go with Cap. I think that's a pretty <laughs> obvious one. But yeah. like you said, three of those teams were in the playoffs last year. So mm-hmm. you know, you gotta think about that. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a whole lot to say. The Montrez Harold thing, I'm big on him. I don't mm-hmm. know why the Lakers can get it to work. Uh that was a little that was a little tough, but I think he's a lot more of a two way player than people think. He mm-hmm. can I mean, let's say he was on the Timberwolves. Oh great man. fit, huh? I think that would yeah. I think that would like, be that's a perfect piece sexy. for us. So I yeah. definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh and I kind of want to touch on the Bulls here a little bit. I think that they're going to be um, like a, you know, especially because of this recent injury to Patrick Williams, I think they could be a, a trade candidate at the deadline to pick up that small forward slash power forward to kind of fill that starting five role. Um, yep. Cause obviously at that point, we're going to know that there's people <laughs> that aren't, that are going to be traded or like that are available that could possibly fit that role. So yeah, I, uh, I think that they're an interesting team towards the trade deadline to make a move. Um, and also, I did see something here. I'm trying to find it right now about the Miami Heat. I had mentioned that they're one of the teams that are tied. And the, it says here, I'm on statnews.com, which is a great place to to find any sort of like weird stat for the NBA. I use that a little bit too. It's yeah. even in any, it's, it's, it's sweet. Right. Yep. So StatMuse says that the Heat have a 94.0 defensive rating this season, which is, that would be the best defense by any team since the three-point era, which started in 1980. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of big. I think that's that's how they play, though, right? Yeah, they yeah. they play up, they play defense, and then they go and hit a bunch of threes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That team has to stay consistent, though. It's a lot of inconsistent players, you know, right. and an old an old superstar leading your team, so he's got to stay up too. Mm-hmm. So far, it's working. They're they're tied for first place, five and one. So we'll we'll see how long that lasts. What about the Knicks? I I said it already. They're working as a team, same as last year. They're proving that they can they can keep doing this so far. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, they just added depth. This is what it's, I needed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think they're a first round exit. But probably. You know, I guess you make it in the East. They don't really have that like superstar that can go out and win you a game in the playoffs like Julius Randle was supposed to be that guy last year but we all saw what happened they Oof, they didn't get tough. swept but the Hawks beat them pretty easy handedly so I mean the Hawks figured them out right yeah like, that's a problem when the Hawks figure you out yeah I mean they I the Hawks figured out the 76ers too so <laughs> anyways anyways um, <laughs> one more thing about the east uh factor cap the Pacers oh are bad at one in six right now. The Pacers are one in six. Factor Kev. I'm, I'm just going to roll fact. Ooh. This, this, I, it's kind of like my little, my, my little too early takeaway. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I put that for them. Yeah, we're confused too. <laughs> um, that starting five is nice, but outside of that, it, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I, that team should not be you say one in five or one in yeah, six? One in I'm, six. I'm sorry. I'd, even if it's only the first seven games, no. Like that, go ahead. There's a disclaimer just, here. Malcolm Brogdon uh, is hurt. So that probably makes a difference. But one in six. They have Sabonis. They have Miles Turner. Karis LeVert is playing for him. So is TJ Warren. 
Like one that was six. <laughs> one in six. Yeah. One in six. Yep. Peyton, like, what are your thoughts? Oh. What do you, what do you think, man? Yeah, this is a great one. Uh, I'm still trying to think, you know, <laughs> whether I want to. I'm. I really like the Pacers. I said that in our. I do too. That's just it. Our it other hurts. episodes too. So it hurts. I, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm cap. They're gonna come back. <laughs> okay. They're gonna fire the coach. They're gonna have. Oh. I go. don't know. I don't know. They've they've got to figure out something. Did you they know? just like, did they just hire Rick Carlisle? Like, because he got fired by the Maverick, or well, not fired. They he stepped down. And then I'm pretty sure the Pacers just hired him because last year's coach was terrible for him. I'm pretty sure they have Rick Carlisle as the coach. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. This is bad then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you this want to change your Rick answer? Rick Carlisle, yep. Rick Carlisle. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to switch it. Yeah. yeah. I'm switch it. yeah. So- they are fact, fact, fact. 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 Pacers fact. are bad. Yeah. Bad. Well, what about What about your answer? For the first two now, Tyler. Uh, talking about the five and one teams. Are they good teams? Oh, 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 yeah. So I think that's cap too. The Wizards are not a good team, and they're five and one, which it's not going to last. I think. I think. So I think that's cap. And then I think I I got to go fact with this second one here. I think the Pacers at one and six with the depth that they have, like with their starting five, they have four solid starters that they play every single game. And yeah, Malcolm Brogdon is hurt. He he leads the offense, but they have TJ McConnell as a backup, and it's not a they bad also backup. Have Duarte coming off the bench, too. right? Right. They should yeah. not be one and six. So that's why I'm going to go fact that they are a bad team right now. That was a good one. I'm not going to lie, that was a yeah. Good one. Hey, I got plenty more here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Moving on to the Western Conference, fact or cap? The Warriors are back. Fact. They're five and one. Fact. Fact. What, what, what else do you want me Wait, to say? I need a disclaimer. What's back? So back to how they, okay. you know, how they, they were relevant, I, I should say, in the Western Conference. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say okay. relevant again. Okay. Relevant. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. 100%. I'll take fact on that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Heisman isn't playing yet. Or no. Um, Kaminga. Uh, yeah. What the hell, Jordan? <laughs> and then if Clay is like we've talked about, even if he's just a shooter for them. And – He's still not back yet Fact. either. So, no. we'll, yeah, we'll see. No. Fact. Five and one. Fact. And Steph Curry is continuing his awesome play from last year. He continues to put up, you know, 30 a game. It's it's Beast. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's fact, too. I think the Warriors are definitely – I think they're a playoff team for sure. Um, and I probably had them a little bit lower uh, with our season predictions than a, a six top six seed, but – they're playing really well right now, and I think that I think that they're back. They're showing that they can they can keep playing. So, quick, quick on the on the spot factor cap. The Warriors are a top four playoff, top four seed in the playoffs. Cap. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> because if if Clay comes back and makes a big difference and just becomes like a lethal spot up shooter like he was, uh. <laughs> and Kuminga, if he starts playing well off the bench like that too, I think they could be. So, yeah, man, can I take a flyer on this and maybe answer in a week or two? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that's only, not what this I'm, episode's about. Yeah. I got, I got to come up with it. I'm gonna. Oh shoot, man! I'll just go right now and say cap, just because of the unknown. Okay. Otherwise, that's I good, think yeah. I would roll with fact, no matter what. But I, I think right when. Now, 
Clay comes back, I think you guys are going to realize that this guy's not going to be, you know, like he's going to make an impact. And undoubtedly, like you're going to see it on the floor, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be what you think, you know, it's not going to be a 26, 27 points per game. It's not going to be, I think he'll make an impact, but I don't think it's going to be enough to shoot him up to a top four seed. That's insane. I mean, we're talking about really elite teams up there that, I mean, I think our solid three or four, like we all had the same, right? Mm-hmm. In our predictions. So I it's it's tough, you know. They'd have to they'd really those rookies would really have to show up on the bench. And I don't I just don't you don't get that production out of rookies in the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree with that. Uh let's look at the top top four seeds in the Western Conference right now. Warriors are first place at five and one. The Jazz are four and one at second. The Nuggets are third at four and two. And then there's a one, two, three, four-way tie for fourth place with the Mavericks, the Kings, the Timberwolves, and the Trailblazers. So Warriors are sitting pretty at number one there at five and one. And they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They would I, end up having to beat the Jazz. Right. The, right. The Jazz, the Suns, the Nuggets. And who's that fourth team? The Clippers, the well. Speaking of the Clippers, the they're next on my list. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see. <laughs> so moving on here, uh, factor cap. The Clippers are a bad team at one and four. Mm. Big big cat. Yeah, big cat. I think that's um, that's true as well. Kawhi's yeah. Kawhi's not back yet. Yeah, and, and this, besides Paul George, this Clippers team right now is. It's terrible. They're not helping him out whatsoever. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Paying Reggie Jackson more money was going to yeah. make him all of a sudden better. You know. <laughs> right. I mean, the dude showed up in the playoffs, but just because you give a guy more money doesn't mean he's going to keep showing up. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a bad, a bad resign, especially for the amount that they gave him. It was kind of, kind of retarded. But it's not somewhere was, he's I'm, he's shooting like. 29 percent or 30 30 some percent from the field and 20 some percent from three yeah yeah and nicholas batum who they also paid he's only shooting like 21 percent from three so it's it's tough being a la clipper right now if you're not paul george mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's cap as well they're they're not a bad team and once Kawhi comes back you know whenever that is no one seems to know when that'll be uh just because he's kept pretty quiet on that whole thing the clippers have kept pretty quiet on that so it's tough to say when he'll be back but he obviously is going to make an impact and going to help this team win so I, yeah for now i think that's cap that the clippers are a bad team so is, Jordan, Kawhi, is Kawhi pulling another uh little san antonio stint i would or hope maybe not. he's milking out that in i don't know i could be very <laughs> wrong but i, I don't I can I, I see where you're coming from. I this just it just popped into my mind. The difference there yeah, it's, is it's like we don't know. The, the difference there is be, like he did not want to be in San Antonio, so he yeah. pulled the injury card, you know. And I I just don't think that it's they're far enough along. I don't think they've lost enough. I mean, I think they're still he's still sold. You know, I, I he's still in it. He's still in it in L.A. And the man, yeah, the man got to choose where he wanted to go sign the contract, and it was L.A. You know, he told the the Clippers, "Go get Paul George. I want him to play with me." You know, yeah. <laughs> like 
I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I don't think that's, I think that's cap Jordan, the, the whole injury <laughs> San Antonio there thing. There you go. Another factor cap. <laughs> yeah. All right. But moving my, on. Bet, well, yeah. yeah what's ca- up? Mine's cap too. Okay. I don't know okay. if I really, but they're, they'll, they'll figure things out. And yeah, if Kawhi comes back anytime soon, obviously it's not going to be soon, but it's, it's still LA Clippers. Uh, they still have Paul George and I still love how good of a basketball player he is. All it takes is a few guys to freaking step up and they're, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. just trying to figure out a way to do it on their own without Kawhi, but mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be fine. The one in four record doesn't look good, but you know, it's, it is what it is. Yep. Yep. Moving on on my list here. Uh, fact or cap. We all know the magic aren't good, but is Mo Bamba. He's been balling out lately. Uh, 13.7 points per game, 10 rebounds a game, 1.8 blocks per game, shooting 50% from the field and 40.7% from three. So factor cap, is Mo Bamba good? Or Mo Bamba is Ooh. good, I should say. <laughs> I'm going to say cap. I'm going to say cap right off the bat. I think that it's taken him a while to get to this point. Um, and I don't know if he's consistent. He's got to stay healthy and he's got to stay consistent. It's good to see that he's doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was he, the sixth overall pick or something like that? I mean, he was he was a very high potential pick yeah, that six. never good shit. never really did much, you know. So mm-hmm. and I think the other part is that they wanted him to stretch the floor too, and he none of that has developed. So I mean, listen. If you could get a guy like that to just commit to rebounding and defense, then maybe, you know, maybe I could say fact, you know, if that's what he was. But I don't think that's what he's supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be a little bit more of a offensive presence. And he's definitely supposed to play a bigger role that hasn't worked out. So I'm going to say cap. I, th- I think I'm going to say cap, too. I think if you were to rephrase this question as will Mobamba be good, mm. maybe for the rest of the season. I could maybe roll with fact, um, but he's he's obviously getting more minutes than he has before in his career, and you know that's kind of all Mo has been. He hasn't been like a prime time score, you know. He at Texas, that's we you know they focus on defense, his length, because um, I saw he, yeah he's getting thir- so thirty two minutes. Um, when you're getting that many minutes and you're that big of a guy, it's not that thirteen isn't great. Um, but if you want to be considered good right now, 13 has got to be up to about 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I know nine rebounds is that's good too. Uh, but like I said, if you were to rephrase that and say, will he be good for the rest of the season? I would maybe roll with, maybe roll with fact, but I still have to roll with cap right now. Um, you see guys that have these hot starts to the season. You see guys that have hot stretches during the season. And then that's all it ends up being. I hope this isn't the case because like Peyton picked out right away, he was the sixth overall pick. Um, and to be that high up in the draft, you know, you, you kind of want that guy around for a while. You're not, you know, it's not later round or second round where you're just kind of looking for, you know, possible bench players. Like this was supposed to kind of be their guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know with the magic guys are kind of stepping up. Cole Anthony's looking better. Um, Suggs is starting to figure out the league, I think pretty well, but, that Franz Wagner is playing really well he, too. Yeah, and, and it's not that I'm surprised, but um definitely didn't see that coming right away out of him. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't have a cap. 
I'm rolling with cap for now. <laughs> yeah. This I, one on the wall. Damn. <laughs> I agree with that too. And to me, like uh, this whole thing that's going on with Mobamba kind of reminds me of the breakout season that Christian Wood had when he was with Detroit. Like it took mm. him a while to get going, you know, not the same in, in, in terms of like draft position or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. But it, it took him years to finally get going. And then when he did, everyone was like, holy crap, this Christian Wood guy is actually good. Like yeah. this could be the same case with Mo Bamba where he like finally figures it out and it starts to be good. Cause nowadays we talk about Christian Wood. He's like, yeah, he's good. You know, it's the same player from a few years ago. Cause yeah. he is, he's a solid player, but he's not like a, a star by any means. So I think this could be the same case with Mo Bamba. Um, but like you said, Peyton, he's proven to be inconsistent so far and it'd be nice to actually see some consistency out of him for a while. So yeah, we'll, we'll see this as the season progresses, see if he can actually keep it up. So, um, anything else on Mo Bamba or the magic? We all know magic is bad. So it's good to see him Mm -hmm. stepping it up though. Yeah. Like I mentioned as a number six pick, that's a guy who you want doing things and hopefully, yeah, hopefully this is the year where you know, the magic can go, okay, we can, we can have, we can have that guy out there. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe if Mo Bamba becomes a somewhat star this season, if he does just keep climbing in in points per game and rebounds and starts becoming that good center that the magic have been hoping for, you know, this is a, maybe a correlation to the song Mo Bamba. Maybe that comes back too. (laughs) I got got one more thing. Is it a contract year for him? I would guess so because he's yeah, been in the league four. for yeah you're this yeah so four. he's playing for go. a contract. Peyton, you, you nailed go. it. That's that's a that good idea. <laughs> dirty dog. Man, sign you to a GM contract. Let's go. <laughs> hey, might as well. <laughs> All right, fact or cap? That John Morant. What's that? That was a good one too, Ty. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I be, I did my work. <laughs> Fact or cap, John Morant is your most improved player this year. He's averaging career highs in every single stat. 30 points per game, 5.4 rebounds per game, 7.8 assists per game, 1.8 steals per game, 54% from the field, 41% from three. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Is he... He is your most improved player this year, Factor Cap. I, um, you want to go, Jordan? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to like elaborate my my thoughts. I, I I can go. I'll say I'll say fact. Although I don't like it because I I feel like players like him don't get that, and that's where I'm improved. conflicted. Yeah, you know. So I think like that part of the question is a little tough to to work through but i mean if yes he is Mm -hmm. he's going to be the best the most improved player from last year he's going to be i think he's going to be one of the best players in the nba this year this dude's elite Mm -hmm. i mean he's one of these people where they talked about it with jordan you can't let jordan leave his feet you know because when he leaves his feet he's just gonna hang in the air longer than you he's just gonna make you know as soon as he leaves his feet he's making a play that you can't stop that's the same thing with Ja. I mean, this guy, when he gets to the rim, you know, he's jumping higher than everybody. He's staying in the air longer than anybody. And even if you do block him, I mean, that one play I saw, there was like four people around him at the rim, and he waited and waited and waited in the air and then just dished it down to a wide-open post. I mean, that play is unbelievable. I put it in our group chat that mm-hmm. those are Hall of Fame type of plays. 
Like, I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer, but Hall of Famers make those plays. And I, I will stand by that. I think that he's making plays that are elite-level plays. So I'm all in on Ja. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go fact. Jordan? Um. <laughs> and like I said, when I interrupted Payne, I – I'd like I don't think a guy like Jaw will win it, which is why I I actually gonna say cap, but I don't disagree with anything he said. Mm-hmm. Like he is going to be the most improved player. Now will he win the award? I I just don't think it's like if you look at all of the guys who have won most improved, you know, they're not like Jaw doesn't fall into that category. Jaw's going to be like Peyton says he's going to be one of the better players in the NBA. The dude's electrifying. Um, I that, that's see that oof, this is a good one again, Tyler. <laughs> but like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misinterpreting, or maybe I don't have my like facts right. Uh, most improved NBA. That's exactly like, what I'm searching right now too. <laughs> you are so like, all right. So right here. Randall, eh, Ingram, okay. Uh, Siakam, Oladipo, Antetokounmpo, uh, McCollum, Butler, Dragic, Paul George. Like that year after, you know, obviously it's their jump year. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because when I see Paul George well, and obviously me, Gian, it's – go ahead. Let me say this. Like the Shit only in my thing brains right now. that really, really knocks against that is that like I re- I honestly believe that Luca could have won it every year that he's been in the league, most improved because he just he improves that much. And especially I think it was maybe last year or two years ago, he had leaps in every category, like shooting percentage, points, rebound, everything. He was just better, and by you know by a good amount where I thought that he could have easily won it. And I don't even think he was really discussed. So when you're like the head of a team, I don't think you win that award. And th- and that's really what we're talking about here. We're just talking about winning the award. Um, I think we, like Jordan said, we both agree that he's going to be a great player this year. So I don't know. I mean, if that award, if he needs that award to prove it, I, I don't think so. So, so this is, this is kind of cool. Uh, if for some reason he would win and if he keeps, I don't know if he does end up averaging, uh, 28 throughout the rest of the season. I wouldn't doubt it. But let's say even let's say he even averages like 20, 26 and a half, 26. Uh, he'd be the highest scoring award winner. Oh nope, 2001. Trace McGrady averaged 26.8. Um, but so the last last uh, I don't know. Except for I don't want to do the counting. Except for Siakam, the last eight winners or so have averaged 20 points a game. Um, so if I, I don't know. And I, it's, 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 it, that, that's, that's just the one thing where, you know, there's no, there's no two time winners. And like Peyton said, a guy like Luca, even honestly, Giannis, you know, they, they could win these awards because every year they're getting that much better. But uh, I don't know. This so one's got me like it'd be interesting to hard. <laughs> it'd be interesting to go like if you could not saying that you have to do it now, but like eventually do some of the research behind the the jumps that those winners made from the, the previous season just to see 
you know, how many points a game they went up or all the other yeah. statistics, just to kind of see what we're comparing Jaws numbers with too. Yeah. Um, and I'm on, I'm on a website. It's called sportsbettingdime.com. And they they have live, I guess not live, but sort of live uh, tracker odds for who's going to win it right now. And I'll read off the top 10. So number one, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, then we got Kevin Porter Jr. Then Jordan Poole. And sitting at four is John Morant. After that, we have Shea Gildress-Alexander, Colin Sexton, DeJounte Murray, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., and then OG Ananobi. And that's your top 10 right now. Like, that's just it. A guy – I. It's so it's so hard to say. Yeah, it, it is. It is. That's why I brought it up for factor cap. So yeah, it's <laughs> it, it was a fun one to to discuss for sure. And we'll see. You know, if if Ja keeps this up for the entire season, where he averages thirty points a game and the Grizzlies are winning games, like I could definitely see him winning the the most improved. Honestly, um, I don't know who would be more deserving of that award if the Grizzlies make the playoffs. Like if they skip the plane and they get a top six seed. Like to that's me, that's you. that's worth the most improved player award if John Morant is leading the charge there. So I like that in terms of that. But I also agree with exactly what you two said about like he's not the type of player that we typically see, see win those awards. But right now, I'm trying to think: any is anybody else li- like worthy of it? Not not really. Not Jordan, right now. Yeah, not right now. Like Jordan Poole is not like third on that list I just read, and he, he's done. He's not doing that good. I don't, I don't like, I mean, this is the other thing about the most improved is we're talking about most improved from last year to mm-hmm. this year. So Jordan Poole could add a shit season and then just show up this year, you know, and he could win it, but. And typically that's, that's what we see is players who didn't perform well the, the season before. And now all of a sudden, holy crap, these guys are actually good or they're yeah. having a good season. And that's what we see. And it's just, it's what we discussed already, but yeah. I could see exactly that scenario I laid out with, with John and the Grizzlies. I could see that happening. And I'd, I'd love to see it happen, honestly. That'd be kind of yeah. fun. Uh, a couple more things on my list here for factor cap. Um, I don't know what I've, I've wanted to phrase this one. This was the one I left kind of incomplete. So I'll just read the what I have written down, and then we'll kind of determine the factor cap question from there. So the Mavericks are 3-0 versus teams below 500, and they're 0-2 versus teams above 500 and they're being outscored by those two teams by 57 points <laughs> so i guess are the oh, mavericks the mavericks are good factor cap <laughs> <laughs> and i know we talked about this in our group chat the other day uh was it yesterday morning i think peyton yeah you and i both said right. something to lee when he was going off about it from the night before <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Luca is everything, right? Mm-hmm. If Luca's off that team, they're probably mm-hmm. dead last. If Luca's hurt, they're probably dead last. But they win games because Luca. And honestly, that that stat that you just said makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Like Luca can just take over against bad teams and beat them. Yeah, like he's that good of a player where he can just do that. But the team is so bad that they can't show up for big games. You know, they can't win big games. Um, I'm not going to put those games on Luka. Like, Luka can't beat big, like, good teams. I'm not going to say that at all because you got to have good teams to be good teams, you know. I mean, Luka can have good nights, um, and maybe he'll get a win here and there. But in order to be consistent and actually win a bunch of games, he's got to 
that team has to step up and it has to make moves. I don't know what Cuban's going to do if he's still kind of holding out for free agency to see if he can snag somebody, but moves are going to have to be made quick. Otherwise people are going to start getting upset because this it's very, very, very clear to everybody that without Luca, this team is not a playoff team. It's ugly. Um, I don't know. You got one piece that you better start building. I was just saying, how much longer can you really wait before guys look at Dallas and go, eh, yeah, they have Luca, which I'm sure a lot of, you know, higher up NBA players would love to play with him, but how much longer? Yeah, like they see that this Dallas team isn't really succeeding very well other than Luca. Like, do you really want to go there? Do you want to go there? Do you want to go where there's two to three pieces of the puzzle rather than just that one? You know, the, the whole waiting game, I think, is going to end up kind of screwing them over and it you know it's 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 good that it's good that Luca signed that you know deal or whatever but uh it's just gonna hit the fan in Dallas yeah. like, to me like so I had mentioned it what was it, a couple episodes ago uh the Mavericks are in trouble we I, we've known are. this for a while they have to be making moves here especially if this is how they keep playing like you can't expect to win games in the playoffs if you shit the bed against good teams in the regular season. You know, that's just end of story right there. Cause when you get to the playoffs, every team is good. <laughs> that's the the sad yeah, part about it with this Mavericks team. And, patty cake shit. Right. And to kind of piggyback off your point there, Jordan, like if they keep, you know, being bad throughout this next year or like the next five years of Luca being on the team, they're following the same path that the the trailblazers are with Damian Lillard, where they kind of just wasted this guy's prime. You know, Damian Lillard is not playing well this season. Maybe it's the end of his prime. Like maybe he's slowly starting to decline there. Who knows? It's, it's also very early in the season. Yeah. I was just saying, well, Luke and Lucas prime too is going to be, we'll be talking about Lucas prime for, you know, at least, at least 10 more years. Right. So it's, I get, I totally get what you're saying, but, but man, the next contract, he's there for half shit, of it. Man. So if right? they don't, if they don't fix their shit, like they're going to be wasting this man's prime. So yeah, I don't know. I no, whatever, whatever it was, I'm just going to say cap for now. I don't know how <laughs> we're going to phrase it. Just going to say cap. Okay, I think I, I left it at Maverick. Something about good. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm going to say cap as well. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I want to say about the Mavericks, like this is where it comes. To, did you guys watch that PJ Tucker video, that interview yes. that I sent in mm-hmm. about like his mentality against yes. Durant? That's maybe my favorite video of all time. I think every young kid in high school should watch that. You know, that is, I think that is. I think that's a huge like a, thing. It's but a that, special video, almost. Yeah, that video translates to to Luca. I think, and I, here's how I connect it. So. In that interview, he said, I guard Durant, you know, give me Durant. He's going to score for it. He's going to, you know, I'm going to do me. I'm going to make him work for every bucket. I'm going to make him use blood, sweat, and tears to get that basket, you know, but he's going to have the hardest earned 40 that he's ever had Mm -hmm. against me. That's what's going to happen. That's what teams are going to do in the playoffs against Luka. They're just going to say, he's going to have 40. He's going to have, you know. Let the other guys beat us, you know. Let like Luca's gonna do what Luca does, but there's nobody on this shithole team. Like, let them if we get beat by Kristaps, if we get beat by <laughs> yeah. Tim Hardaway, yeah. like are you serious? Right. Like what who are we what are we talking about here? Like 
teams are going to figure this out. And I mean, we were talking about the Clippers. The Clippers figured it out. Mm-hmm. They well, yeah, let Luca beat you. Two you years know? ago, when the Mavericks had the most efficient offense in NBA history for the regular season, what they shit the bed in the playoffs too. They teams figured them out, like exactly like you said. Like, like you had mentioned, yeah, Luca might go off, but if we can contain the other guys, they're not going to beat us, you know? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. No, good points. Good points there. And uh, yeah, to kind of wrap up the whole thing, Mavericks are not a good team. So that is definitely cap. Uh, last, last thing I have written down here. Uh, this one's kind of a, a fun one to end the, the, the whole factor cap discussion here. So fact or cap, well, actually first, let me read the stat line. Three years ago today, Derrick Rose scored a career-high 50 points to lead the Timberwolves past the Jazz. And I remember watching that game, and it was awesome. They were wearing the old uh, pine tree jerseys, um, Halloween night. It was just insane. That was a fun game. But anyways, yeah. fact or cap, Derrick Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Let me read his stats. 18.4 points per game. 5.5 assists per game, 3.3 rebounds. He For his career, he shot 45% from the field, 31.4% from three, 82.9% from the free throw line. He made the all-rookie first team. He won rookie of the year. He's been a three-time all-star. He was a one-time all-NBA first team in 2011, and that's also when he won the MVP at 2011. Based off of that, and obviously his his playoff uh, success hasn't really translated to what his regular season stuff is. He hasn't done much in the playoffs. I think they made the Eastern Conference Finals once or twice with the Bulls. And um, obviously that was during the Miami Heat era. So um, it was tough to kind of do anything against that. But what do you think? Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer. Fact or cap? I could start it off and say cap. So um, he, he is 33 right now. So he still yeah. has some years left, but yeah, continue. Yeah, I just it's it's gotta be cap. I I know you like to look at those years from back then, and I don't think you can take them out. Uh, I think you still gotta look at them, but I just don't think that I don't think that there's enough there's there's not enough there to make him a Hall of Fame. This is also like me putting my foot down on what's a Hall of Famer and what's not. You know, um, I think that maybe Derek Rose should be like the the line, you know, the very bottom line, like a guy like this. This is who you decide is in or out. And <clears throat> I think Derek Rose is out, but not by much. I think that he barely misses it. But you can't I mean, you can't score 18 points a game. You can't be just a role player on a team. You know, I understand that he still has that. He still has a little bit of light in him, but it's not it's not enough to make you a Hall of Famer. I mean, so, he, when I watch his game now, it's not Hall of, Hall of Fame caliber play. No. No, he's, he's, he's playing a good six-man role now like he has the last few years. Before we go any further, though, if he decides to become a contributor on a, a title team, so maybe by the end of his career he wins one or two rings, does that change the oh Does that change the course of of this Hall of Fame thing? Like, if he actually plays a significant bench role for that that championship team, if he wins two rings, absolutely put him, okay. shove him in the Hall of Fame as fast as you can get him. Okay. Um, but I'd put him in with one ring too. I think that that means a bunch, especially like 
that that's this is kind of the same as the Carmelo Anthony, right? Like mm-hmm. if Carmelo Anthony gets a ring, that you kind of count that as like one of the greatest of all. You know, like he's still playing a very significant role in a championship team. So mm-hmm. if Derrick Rose did that, absolutely put him in the sure, Hall of Fame. Sure. Because I don't think he's that far out right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Jordan, you've been really quiet. Let's let's hear well, what no, you guys I, say. <laughs> I've just been listening and I've also just been doing like not research, but um I'm actually gonna say uh poop. So I'll 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 roll with Cap right now, but based off of how the Hall of Fame goes, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. Because, like, I, I was looking at the recent inductees. Um, I have here NBA All-Star 2001, NBA All-Rookie First Team 1990, uh, number retired, um, Summer Olympics, like, this this list, their achievements, and no MVP, and no championship. Is that Chris Webber? A teammate, actually. Oh, this was actually one of your guests of the players, Vladi Divac. Uh-huh. So, like, I just see that and I go, how the hell doesn't D Rose make it in? But I just, it's hard to say prior to his injuries that D Rose is, I think, making the Hall of Fame, no questions asked. Um, what? Okay. So, technically, this is the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, they do consider players' college careers too. Uh, in in determining this, so it's not just strictly off their NBA; it's yeah. also off their college. So, and like, I mean, does that help his case at all? <laughs> I mean, if you want to help, yes. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, he's freshman; he was number one overall pick. They were runner ups, um, and if they knew how to make their damn free throws, they're champions, right? Um, but. I don't know, like just looking at some of these other guys that are in the Hall of Fame, like it's hard to not say that Rose can't be with them, but I just I right now I don't I can agree with you on that, Jordan. The Hall of Fame sucks as shit lately. It's like, and, the people and that are letting in, might be a nice way of putting it. It's it's but, stupid. It's stupid. I I don't know. I that's the same with the jersey retirement. It's extremely soft extremely you know like you just have to have a couple good seasons where you make a couple all-star level appearances and you can literally get your jersey retired if you make one run in the playoffs i mean let's face it what trey young has done right now might get his jersey retired in atlanta Mm -hmm. like that's how soft it is that's how it is right now yeah that which is unbelievable like if anybody even thinks that that should be uh yeah i mean like he's a good player you know you're retarded you don't understand basketball i mean to get your a number retired where you can't use it anymore you have to be elite yeah i just don't see that i don't i don't know and i like this is like i said this is more of a statement with derrick rose like not putting him in maybe that helps with other people down the road not putting him in because mm-hmm. oh I mean, you're going to go to the Hall of Fame and it's just going to be random sitting on that wall. And it, I don't want that. I want to be able to look at the Hall of Fame and be like, know that guy, know that guy, know that mm-hmm. guy. I remember this guy. You know, like, that's a huge part of it. And I don't, I don't know. I like that like, a lot. It, I like that a lot. Didn't the Memphis, um, didn't their runner-up shit get vacated? 
Uh, I I don't know. I thought I heard there's some sort of like scandal thing behind that, and that's that's possible. So I don't know if that I don't know if that hurts, but right. No, he was. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, the cap. <laughs> I know. I I know. I I said I said cap just because, but don't be surprised if he does make it, because. So here's this. Listen to this one, and like this is. This is kind of where your comment came into play when it talks about the the college perspective. Mm-hmm. This is all the achievements. Again, this is this is what popped up right away. Wikipedia. So, three times Na- Naismith Award, two time Wooden Award, three time Consensus First Team All American, four time NBA All Star, NBA All Star MVP. Anyone want to take a guess? You don't know. It's Ralph Sampson. Mm. Like. So whatever <laughs> happens with Derrick Rose and the Hall of Fame, um, I, you know, you can probably justify both reasonings, but I'm just, I don't know. Some of these guys being in the Hall of Fame, it's just like, throw everybody in there then, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. No, I agree with that too. And awesome points made by both of you for, for this discussion. Uh, I'm to to put a factor cap on this. I'm gonna probably go fact just because we we all know how easy it is to get into the Hall of Fame, and I think with the legacy that Derrick Rose has, and being, I th- I think it might be like at pit. I wouldn't say pity. It might be more of like a sentimental type induction where it's like, okay, we knew what this guy was capable of. Yeah. Injuries, you know, really stunted his career. That's he dumb. showed how good. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's stupid. I agree. That's- I definitely agree. Like, like I, I get that, but you can't go yeah. off of what could have been. Right. You know, yeah. I agree with that too, but like this, that- this is how it should be. Just a quick little 2008, Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, 2009, Michael Jordan, David Robinson, John Stockton. Mm-hmm. Like those are, M- those are hall of famers. Everybody knows Not, those names. Ex- yeah. Then that's how it should be. You know, I, I can't agree more. I can't agree more. But that's why I'm going God, back with this. Just because <laughs> we all probably know he's going to be put in just because of the whole legacy thing, because of his the injury thing and what could have been. Like, I think that's why he gets put in. Yeah. So, yeah. Dang. Well, that's that's it for my list for Factor Cap. Anything else we want to wrap up the episode with or should we just end it there? That was good. I yeah, liked I it. Don't really have anything. Timberwolves guys, game. We went to the Timberwolves game. Shout yeah, out if anybody last Monday. Us. Yeah, that was well, fun. Yeah. And I haven't um, heard from the Raptors guy either. That we're still waiting to hear back from that guy. <laughs> oh, 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 shut him up. It, so. Shut him up. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh if nothing else needs to come up here, I think we'll we'll call it wraps this week. Um next week we'll be back with something else for you. So uh until then, take it easy. Peace. Go Timberwolves.